Hello everyone and thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Whether you're a first-time listener, long-time listener, like I stay every episode, it is greatly appreciated. And thank you for your constant, constant support. Gareth Edwards returns to the director's chair for the sci-fi blockbuster, The Creator. And let's get this clear straight away. This is a blockbuster. I'm still sat in awe of the incredible spectacle this film was and the fact that he managed to create all of this on a budget of 80 million. We've said time and time again online that film budgets, especially Marvel and DC, seem to be astronomical and still look absolutely garbage. Well, those studios and the rest need to take a page out of Gareth Edwards' book because, good Lord, this film looks beautiful. I think it's well established on this podcast just how much I love Gareth Edwards' work, from his breakout hit monsters to the giants that were Godzilla and Rogue One, and the creator certainly feels like not only a celebration of his work and craft, but also the work and crafts of others that have inspired him to become a filmmaker. On that front, I'm absolutely behind it. However, I wouldn't be being honest with myself or to you if I said that I loved this film, because I didn't. It's fantastic to see so many amazing reviews for the film. However, I just felt that the characters let this one down, something that Edwards has been criticised before with his work. There is a certain level of care and hope that the heroes of the piece will make it out, of course, and you know stop this looming war, but I was not at all emotionally connected to the characters as I would have liked to have been. Ultimately, it brought the film down for me. But as I'm sure that I'll state on this episode a good few times, take nothing away, please take nothing away from the visuals, because they are simply, simply breathtaking. Before we dive any further, of course, the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify and Google Podcasts as to rss.com. Jump onto Facebook and Instagram and search Joe Blogs About Films. Give us a like and follow on there. If you could too, hit the notification button on Apple, Spotify or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast from. That too would be grand. But finally, please, please, please leave us a review because that would be awesome. Hit those five stars. I would appreciate it highly. After a nuclear bomb is set off in Los Angeles, America bans artificial intelligence. The supercontinent of New Asia, meanwhile, is all for AI. And so war begins. So along for the ride in this latest release from Gareth Edwards is John David Washington, Ken Watanabe, Gemma Chan, Alison Janney, and a debut for young actor Madeline Yuna Voiles. I'll talk over specific characters and their performances shortly, but I wanted to start with the visuals and concepts as they were the things that I really did enjoy the most. I said a moment ago, I cannot believe it cost 80 million. The budget was 80 million because the effects are stupendous and everything everything felt very, very real. From the landscapes of New Asia within the film and seeing how AI has progressed within it to the mammoth ship in the sky helmed by the Americans known as the Nomad floating ominously with its light rays flashing on and off over the horizon and other landmarks. Added to the action set pieces and just seeing like a bomb or whatever slowly fall from the sky to detonate in the distance. It all looked absolutely unbelievable and I adore everything Edwards has poured into this film for the visuals and aesthetics because that's one thing that Edwards is really, really good at, world building. You do feel like you are completely in a new space and setting and all this is down to incredible set design and effects and it certainly did remind me of like Neil Blomkiss' District 9 and how segregated you know New Asia is from the rest of the world in, in, in The Creator and of course the designs of the simulants and robots, they too looked very familiar and we talk about inspiration for this film there are so many, you know Platoon, Apocalypse Now, Chappie Star Wars, Aliens, the list could go on but it's because of these nice little touches within the film 
Do you get this warm, fuzzy feeling, you know, whenever a delightful set piece or simple sweeping shot of a beach is then made even better at soldiers popping up from the water? It's just, it looks great and it's added beautifully with this amazing skyline behind it. It all looks, I mean, I'm, I can't praise it enough. It just looks absolutely fantastic. It looks amazing. Now, the film is set in 2065, where in the years prior, AI had been welcomed by all. And classic Edwards move as well to use like, old and archive footage of past events within the film to help with its exposition rather than word vom it's like just really really well pocketed together and obviously this is all going well for the story that is for ai and the world until ai drops a bomb on la and which the repercussions of that is now that the us and the western world has completely banned ai and are at war to stop and take down the existence for the greater good as they call it of mankind you know where that's kind of going obviously because it's like the good guys really are the bad guys within the film but new asia on the other hand they still use ai and have steamrolled ahead with its advances to the point where apparently They've now got a secret weapon that is a threat to humanity. And genuinely, I do think all of this story is fantastic. I like saying that, it's really, really excellent. It's got everything perfectly set and balanced for a real thrill ride of a sci-fi action hit. But sadly, the film's faults there lie within the characters and the emotion that's there. John David Washington certainly gives it his all as Joshua, an ex-special force agent who is grieving over the disappearance of his wife and the lengths that he will go to for finding her and seeing her again is a second to none. But I wasn't all convinced by him once he and Madeline Univoyle is as Alfie, as she's called, when they're put together. Alfie is the secret weapon that everyone's after. More on them in a sec. And of course, the relationship does naturally build and grow over the course of this two-hour runtime. Some nice pockets here and there, you know, talking about heaven, this and that. But not enough emotion was in there for me to be as concerned for these two the closer we got to the climax of the movie. Certainly not the emotional levels, I would say, that Gareth Edwards and the crew were hoping for, you know, or wanted the audience to feel at the end anyways. There's a lot of subtext within the film as opposed to just being about, like, threats of AI, which is certainly there, of course, but it's, like, the layers that Edwards and team have put in the script that even simulants are real. There's more to them than just a simple off-switch button. They're part of the world now, and rather than fear them, we have to learn to coexist. It is a very, very thought-provoking film on that aspect, as opposed to just being action and explosion there's there's so much more to it and this is something that alice and jenny's colonel howell doesn't understand at all or agree with in terms of the ai aspect of it to her they are nothing but parts you know she doesn't care how she does it just as long as she succeeds in the mission and stopping this weapon from destroying nomad and apparently the human race if it's a kid that's the secret weapon doesn't matter to her she will take that kid down no exceptions the ruthlessness this character has within never fades and i enjoyed that about the character obviously you in the audience don't want her to succeed but i felt it was really it was a really good balanced performance as they could have easily you know done this in such an over-the-top way that we've seen time and time again with villains in films you know especially like when you look at like avatar do you know what i mean but there's like a reservedness and just more belief to the character to be honest with the way that she played it and i enjoyed that ken watanabe too is great in this but again that's like saying water is wet. Gemma Chan too, she's alright. Doesn't have an awful lot to do, but you do, I guess you do buy into that relationship that she has with Joshua very early on in the film. It does get a little bit convoluted with the character and there's a, there's a plot point involving Gemma Chan that really wasn't a surprise at all. It, I mean, it, I don't know if they were going down a twist route with it, but from the opening scenes that she's involved in, you can see what's going to happen and the links to Alfie straight away that come at no surprise. But speaking of the plot, I will say that there is more than just 
a narrative of like another surrogate father storyline. We've seen it time and time again. I keep making jokes about it on the podcast. At the minute, they're all the range. That is in there, of course, but that's not the whole movie. It's not just getting like the the character Alfie from A to B. There's certainly, there is more layers to it. However, I just felt that the film was so, so bloated and so long that I was so disengaged from the story and really only perked up once gorgeous visuals were hitting the screen. Now, Madeline Univoyle's really, really excelled in this film as Alfie. There is so much innocence there like within this character like she didn't ask to be created like so why is it that other characters are playing god around her deciding whether she should live or not she's got such an expression at face especially with her eyes in the film that elevate the performance and she doesn't really have a lot of lines it's all with the expression you know but there's a care and nurture there for the character that you can tell the writing team put a lot of effort in so that you at least feel something it's just a shame that when it came to the crunch for me the film just fell short but overall, the creator is such, such an ambitious piece of cinema from Edwards. It's like got a great amount of intrigue and it does keep you thinking, especially when it comes to what the right thing to do is as opposed to what the humane thing to do is. You know, it's just, it's not, it, there's so much more than just action in this film. Everything, yes, does look fantastic and the action is marvellous. But the futuristic world that, that Edwards and team have, have just created, they've thrown everything in there, thrown everything to the table, and some things have stuck, and some things, sadly for me, just didn't just didn't resonate well with. With nods as well to every film that is released, and then some, I do think this could be one of those films that will age like fine wine. Maybe in a couple of years, or many years later, I'll be kicking myself at this review, as it certainly does have that potential to be a future classic, you know? But I would love to know what you think. For me, I'm going to give this a 6.5 out of 10, and that's purely down to say to the incredible work that went into making this world feel so, so real. I just feel like I say that the characters, that I just didn't, didn't hit home with me that well. But more importantly, I'd love to know what you thought of this film because I, I've seen so many amazing reviews for it. It's a shame that I've... I think that's the thing for me is that I've come away a little bit disappointed because I always go in to a Gareth Edwards film excited because I love his work so to come away disappointed it's like it's almost like the same way I felt about James Wan's Malignant from a couple of years back again went into that being like James Wan never fails always hits can't wait and then you know you come out you're like that's a bit of a miss actually so that's where my disappointment creeps in because I really really love Gareth Edwards but again it looked stunning like really really did look great and without banging on that drum anymore, I'm going to call it quits there. But thank you ever so much for listening to this podcast. Please do get in touch on the socials. Let us know what you think of the creator. It is out of the cinemas now. It certainly is getting a lot of people talking again. But it's really great just to see some big, big film, you know, some real big, good blockbuster hit. And as I stated, I think this is going to do really well in the future. Thank you as always for listening. Until the next episode, take care.